You are now tuned in to the Windy City Benders Podcast. This is WCVP. All right, it's another edition of the Windy City Benders Podcast, a part of the Hockey Podcast Network, presented by DraftKings. It's me. It's Solo. It's Jerem Malone. Um, I know that we have been pumping up a Christopher Seag interview for today. Um, a couple things happen where it is going to make this a little bit difficult for it to happen tonight. And because of the upcoming holiday, we want to make sure that it gets the attention that it deserves once we post it. So we're going to hold off posting that till early next week. Uh, so we didn't want to leave you guys empty handed come on Christmas time. Uh, so we're doing just a quick little mini episode. Um, where's Tanner? Well, Unfortunately, Tanner is in COVID protocol. Uh, so unfortunately, he is just feeling under the weather. And instead of forcing him to do um, a pointless episode, I figured it'd just be better for me to talk solo. Um, let him rest. Hopefully, he will uh, recover. Um, but yeah, so just coming in tomorrow. This is the episode. Christopher Sieg episode will come. I'm shooting for Monday. Uh, we'll see just kind of based on uh, how schedules look, we'll, what we're going to do. But anyway, so a couple things have happened since we last recorded. Uh, the major one is NHL went on pause. Uh, the continued spike in uh, corona, corona positive tests in the NHL has forced the, the league's hand to take a break, uh, put a pause. So as of so today, it was Wednesday when I'm recording this. This is the first day of this uh, COVID pause is going to go from now until Christmas. Uh, they will report by, um, I think it was like 2 p.m. on Sunday, uh, December 26th to resume testing um, and to kind of go from there. <sighs> this, I mean, it makes no sense to me. I don't know what three days is going to do, um, especially when you hear everything about it. it takes a week to, for all this to get taken care of and all that kind of stuff. So I. I personally preparing for uh, this pause to go longer than, than this, uh, this upcoming weekend. I think that cases are still going to be coming in. They're still going to be going up. Um, but at that point, you're going to have to figure out if it makes even sense to pause the league or to adapt uh, and continue playing. Um, because I mean, we got to face it. This is COVID is going to be a part of this world from now on from here on out. It's not going anywhere. There's all, it's always going to be around and it's a matter of just finding out the right way to, to control it. Um, you gotta have to kind of think more like the flu and all that kind of stuff. Um, I know it's a very controversial topic and I'm not here to, to put my views personally on it, on, on, on COVID and all that. But, um, I do think that they are going to have to, the NHL is going to have to learn to deal with COVID, um, expect that people are going to get it and that they're going to have to have a backup plan because they can't go and postpone games like this all the time, because then the season is just going to keep going and going and going. And you got to get back to a normal schedule as soon as possible. And not only that, you're also at risk of hockey revenue being just totally screwed. They were anticipating that the players are going to be able to pay back um, the debt they owe the owners by the 23-24 season, so the salary cap can go up for the 24-25 season. And if you keep pausing like this, um, it's not going to happen. You're going to continue to struggle with that. 
um, cap, salary cap's not going to go up. Players are not going to get paid the way they should get paid. So it's just a matter of figuring out how to adapt to the reality that players are going to catch this. Players are going to get sick, and it is always going to be here. Um, some teams have gone through some different measures. Um, I don't know if it's specifically because of the teams or if it's their, their region. Um, like, for example, Chicago, uh, starting January 3rd, you are required to show a proof of vaccine um, from the ages of five and up to go into anywhere, um, restaurant, bars, um, entertainment areas, all that kind of stuff. And that includes the United Center in Chicago. So if you're not vaccinated, you will not be able to go watch the Chicago Blackhawks live. Um, I believe it's the same in New Jersey with the Devils, with the Capitals. Um, I know a lot, Canada, Canadian teams, a lot of them are going 50% only. Um, I believe Calgary's even going as far as no food or beverage um, at the games while this is mandate still going on. Uh, so it's it's interesting. Um, it just it sucks because it always felt like we were taking five steps forward now, and now we're taking 20 back. Um, things were kind of starting to feel back to normal and all that. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll have to see what goes on with that. Um, but because of that, also, the NHL and the NHLPA announced that they are officially – not sending players to Beijing for the 2022 uh, Winter Olympics, and it makes sense. I 1,000% agree with that situation for the, with that decision. Do I wish we were seeing the NHL, the best players in the game, going over and play each other? Yes, I do. I wish we we're having that. But given the situation now and and where this league is at because of all the cases happening. You can't, you can't risk it. You cannot risk the NHL season for the Olympics. I mean, what they were saying over there is just ridiculous. Up to five weeks of quarantine if, if you test positive over there. Five weeks in China? Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Oh, man. So it's just it's a bummer for a lot of guys because you have some guys that were probably – this is going to be the last chance that they can go play in the Olympics. Um, they're getting there in four years is a long way. Um, Stamkos is one player that I, I felt for. He even came out and said that, you know, you grow up wanting to win the Stanley cup. I did that. Then I wanted to represent my country and win Olympic gold. And he goes, now it looks like I'm not going to be able to do that. I mean, that's, it's truly unfortunate for that kind of thing. Um, Patrick Kane was talking about it too, that it's unfortunate because he was going to be in a leadership role and he was looking forward to, being with these younger guys and, you know, really mentoring them and all that. And um, I still think he'll, he could potentially, not potentially, I think he will be a part of the next Olympics in four years. Um, but it's, it's not going to be the same Patrick Kane. Um, it's not going to be the same Crosby. It's not going to be the same Ovechkin. Like it's a different when the NHL goes back to the winter Olympics in 2026, it's going to be a different era of hockey. It's going to be different players. It's going to be different a different style. It's just, it's not going to be the same hockey that we imagined. Um, so yeah, that's going on there. Um, I think that that's really, really much the two major things. Um, Hawks played a couple games between the time we last recorded and I just don't really care about recapping them right now because at this point it doesn't matter. Uh, season's paused. Um, they got two points. It was one in that, one versus Nashville and Chicago and one versus Dallas. Um, I guess we could talk about the Brett Connolly hit there. 
Um, Brett Connolly early on hits uh, Caro, Tanner Caro. Um, had no idea that Connolly was there. Just absolutely blew him up. Uh, Connolly gets suspended four games. And I'm going to say something controversial. Going back and looking at that hit, I don't think it is as bad as it, it, initial thoughts were. At first thought, I was like, oh, my God, you can't do that. You can't do it regardless. Okay, you can't do it regardless. But when you watch it again, and I granted, we have to watch it in slow motion and all that kind of stuff. When Connolly sees Caro, he stops. He doesn't, he he's, goes to a glide. He's still going fast. He goes to a glide. The problem is he made no effort to move left or right to get out of the way or to slow himself down. He just continued going and just, just destroyed him. Like, I, I think I was joking around saying that I basically looked like a guy playing NHL um, on Xbox and your controllers die and your guy just got glides right into him and hits the guy. It's really unfortunate and it sucks because a lot of these guys knew Carol. Um, I know Pavelski got really emotional talking about it afterwards. Um, but yeah, I just, four games is a little bit excessive in my opinion. Um, I thought it was a lot, it was a little, a lot. Let me think of the words here. It was not as bad as the Truba hit that got no penalty and no suspension at all on Kara. Um, apples and oranges. I know different situations, all that, but I thought if, if Truba's hit did, wasn't worn of anything, I didn't think Connolly was, but I go, that's just, I guess the consistency of the players, uh, the player safety department. I, it's just get the head off the chicken's head and you put it on a board and it runs around and wherever it drops, that's the suspension you get. I don't know. But yeah, so that was probably like the major thing that happened with that. Um, yeah, like I said, there's not really too much to talk about with no hockey. So um, with it being the holiday season, um, I do want to do a little bit of holiday talk. Um, all right, hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brain offer that makes you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, no worries. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contest. DraftKings is giving away new customer free shots at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older at New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and a $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First off, today... December 23rd is Festivus. So happy Festivus to all my Festivus celebrating friends, fans, family, followers, listeners, whatever you want to call yourself. Happy Festivus. And because of its Festivus, um, that means it is time for the Aryan grievances. And I have one that I'm just going to stick with. I'm not really going to go all off on this. Um, this is spur of the moment episode. So I really haven't had time to really plan and think about what I have to complain about 
this year. Um, besides a lot, there is a lot of stuff, but I'm not going to. Um, let me say to all the Seth Jones haters, I've got a lot of problems with you. And today you're going to hear about it. Again, if you have never seen Seinfeld, you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about. So if you haven't, go. It is on Netflix, season nine, one of the later episodes. I forgot which episode. Watch it. It's hilarious. But to all my Seth Jones haters, can we just stop already? Seth Jones is good. He's good on a bad Hawks team. He is unbelievable. He is as advertised as back when he was up for a Norris trophy consideration when he finished fourth place. Um, he's among the top in defensive and in the advanced stacks. Um, don't exactly know what that is, but I know it's good that he's up at the top with it. I am pulling up his stats right now. He is currently third on the side, tied for second on the team in 30 games. He has three goals, 20 assists. He is averaging, what is that on here? But whatever. He's good. He's great. He's exactly what this team needed. And he's exactly what we wanted when we said, go get Seth Jones. He's as advertised, as we said, he needed to get a new, a fresh start in a new team. Now, I would still say I am not a fan of his contract that will be going into effect that season. I have always said that I don't like the contracts. I'm okay with what we traded for him. I'm fine with that. I hate the contract, but it's also Stan Bowman contract. So what do you expect? The clown. Anyway, Seth Jones fans or haters, stop. Seth Jones is good. Appreciate what he is doing and what he is capable of doing. He is a top defenseman in this league, and you can fucking quote me on that. All right. All right. Last holiday thing I'm going to do and this. I'm just going to wrap this up and we'll just keep this nice and short, but it's going to be a little hard to do a little top five draft here without anybody to go again. So I get pretty much the free pick of everything, but it's always a debate. You see this time of year, but we'll go top five Christmas movies. And I'm going to start from the bottom, work my way up. And this is tough. The bottom was a lot harder than the, than the top of the list for me. So we're going to start with number five, Scrooge, Bill Murray. Classic Bill Murray, absolutely fantastic movie. If you haven't seen it, it's just a take on, you know, A Christmas Carol and all that. Fantastic movie if you're a Bill Murray fan. Highly recommend it if you've never seen it. Number four, Christmas Vacation. And I will say this, that in a Lloyd role, it is Chevy Chase's only good movie. I am not, I don't think Chevy Chase is, is great. Um, Noli, they all remember Noli. Blew my mind with this, but he actually hates this movie. So that's where I got a disagreement with him. But then I was thinking about it and I really don't like him in, in anything else. I mean, other vacation movies are okay. Christmas Vacation is hands down one of the best. I think that it's got just the perfect Christmas movie. Um, the other movie, by the way, that I think he's good in is Caddyshack, but he's not a lead in that one. But yeah, so Christmas Vacation. Are you serious, Clark? Great, great lines. Uh, my good friend Joe Palermo does it every day. He puts a quote on Facebook, and it's just fantastic watching, looking at it, reading those every morning. Uh, number three, Home Alone. And this is fantastic. I absolutely love this movie. So funny, so good. Um, and it's just amazing that. So the funny thing is here, I don't know, a little movie, movie history here. 
Chris Columbus was actually supposed to direct Christmas Vacation, but Chevy Chase wanted nothing to do with him as a director because he wasn't a proven director and all that. So essentially, John Hughes got Chevy Chase got Chris Columbus fired from Christmas Vacation. John Hughes asked him, "Hey, I made this, got this script. I thought you would be good for it. Give it to him. All that." So if Chevy Chase wasn't an asshole, not only would Christmas Vacation probably not be the movie that it is. We also wouldn't have Home Alone. There you go. Movie fact of the day. Uh, Number two, It's a Wonderful Life. And I know a lot of people don't watch this or don't know it. Um, And if you do watch it, you probably watch the colored version. Wrong. You only watch it black and white. I will slap you if you ever tell me that you watch it in color. That is not the way to do it. It is one of the best Christmas movies. And if it wasn't for my number one, it would be number one. But everything about it is just absolutely perfect. And it's emotional and it is, it's great. And it's a great reminder of just to appreciate everything you have and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so number two is Christmas uh, is a wonderful life. And please, please watch it. It's especially, especially if you're going through some stuff and, you know, you may we question what's, what you have or, or why you, all that kind of stuff. Watch it. Trust me. It's good. And number one is, I forgot which is the drum button here, so we'll test this out. Fitting. Nope. Nope. Well, whatever. Try the sound effects and it failed. But number one is a Christmas story. And if you know me, you knew that this was no surprise. It was going to happen. Christmas story, you shoot your your eye out. I post like my buddy Joe Palermo does on Christmas vacation. I do a Christmas story quote every day on Facebook for 25 days. It is just absolutely the best Christmas movie. It is the most, and it's 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 a huge tradition thing for me as well. Um, was one thing that every year because the 24 hour marathon on TBS. By the way, if you watch it before the marathon it doesn't count you and you and you're doing it wrong again you only watch it the 24 hours i don't even know why people own dvds of it i don't know why it's on streaming services you only watch it on the 24 hour but it's a tradition it was one of those things that no matter what we were doing on christmas eve it had to be done by seven o'clock we would sit there and we would watch the first showing as a family together um and then it would just be on in the background noise for the rest of the day for the next 24 hours. Just the old man is, is my grandpa to a T. It's just, shoot your eye out, Scott Throckers, um, Farkas, um, Pink Nightmare. Oh, God. Absolutely love that movie. And I cannot wait to um, watch it again in about 48 hours. So... Yeah, so that's my top five Christmas movies. Again, it's very hard to do a top five list that's not really, you know, stacked because of this. Uh, honorable mention, Elf, obviously. Will Ferrell, great movie. Um, but yeah, so again, sorry, this is just me rambling. I wanted to get an episode out there because we didn't put our normal episode on Monday and then we were going to do the Versteeg interview tomorrow. Um, but just some, some things came up. So we are actually recording that tomorrow. So if you were listening to this during the morning, go ahead and tweet us or dm us or email us or fax us or whatever questions that you might have for versteeg i think um it's going to be a good interview some of the stuff that we have on deck with him um it's going to be fun it's going to be a great one he's always a great 
a great talk. I mean, he's the first member of the two guests, the two guest clubs. So this will be the second time he's on the show. And it was an absolute blast the first time. So you're not going to want to miss this one. Um, and we will be posting that on social media as soon as it is ready. Go. Um, but yeah, so this is episode 164. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. And uh, yeah, make sure to follow us on all social media at WCB Podcast. Um, like us on Facebook, the Winnie C. Benners Podcast. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review there. Um, subscribe to us or follow us on Spotify. Give us a five-star review there. You can now rate on Spotify. The more you rate, the more ratings we get, the more it helps, you know, push the show out, gets more eyes on us. It's really appreciated if you just take the time. And Spotify, it's really easy. Just go on our page and you'll see a little star there or hit the three dots in the corner and it'll drop down and rate the show. Just boom, boom, really quick. It's most appreciated. Um, make sure to follow um, the Hockey Podcast Network on, on their social medias at HockeyPodNet. Uh, DraftKings promo code THPN. Um, yeah, again, so we will see you before the New Year's. Um, so with that being said, have a very happy, safe, and Merry Christmas. Um, and yeah, we will we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. The Windy City Benders Podcast. Subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. And follow the boys on socials at WCB Podcast.